Today's episode is brought to you by Boot Computers in Gorakin, New South Wales. For all of your COVID working from home computer needs, whether that's a monitor or a laptop and everything in between, head to Boot Computers. This episode is also sponsored by Steve Beaver Menzies, the former Manly Great. If you guys need any lending options, whether that's for a car loan or a home loan and everything in between, head to Steve Menzies at Citywide Lending. The links will be in the description. Head to him for all of your lending possibilities and needs. Also, a big shout out to Coastal Fire Pits and Furniture. If you want your team's logo that you follow or any design that you can think of carved into a 44-gallon drum for a fire pit, they are definitely the people for you. They are great prices and great quality. So head over to Coastal Fire Pits and Furniture. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Final Tucker Podcast. And we've got a ripper of a guest for you guys. We've got the 2003 Grand Final winning captain of the Penrith Panthers, Craig Gower. Thanks very much for joining us here today, mate. CJ, how's things, buddy? Yeah, no, good, thanks. Um, so we actually met briefly, very briefly, at the Legends of League last year. Um, first of all, what was that day like for you at Legends of League? Yeah, it's just a fun, fun concept, obviously, um, for us old boys to sort of interact with the with your old mates and so forth, and um, yeah, it's uh, just a, just a ripper of an idea that um, that that's that's come up. You know, unfortunately, we were not playing this year, and um, back in next year, I, I understand. So yeah, I've been led to believe that it's been called off due to obviously all the COVID restrictions. But yeah, they've got all planning ahead for next year. So I'll be there, you'll be there. So everyone, head down there where, wherever it will be. We will be there. <laughs> so first question is your debut for the Panthers in '96. What was that yep. like for you uh, coming through the junior grades, more more or less the Penrith nursery, for lack of a better term, because it's a massive um, feeder um, town over in Penrith, and getting your start. Yeah, obviously, as you know, you, you always um, well, when I was growing up, I always aspired to play first grade. And, um, obviously, I was lucky enough to start playing junior reps, you know, pretty young, and then it was just a progression of going into into one one age group into into the next and so forth and uh, unfortunately I got got my debut pretty early on in in, in my career and um, you know we played the Gold Coast uh, up there uh, uh, back in the day so that um, you know that's the, that's that's showing both of our ages Gold Coast back when they were a team before the Titans yeah. I mean <laughs> yeah before the Titans yeah exactly so uh, you know it's like anything mate it's it's something that's that you you hold dear to your heart, especially with your family and so forth, because you've worked so hard for you know for a long for so, of time. For so long, hundred percent. Yeah. Did you get yeah. the win that day? And I can't even remember. <laughs> like that, that's that's how that's how that's how bad my memory is. But uh, you know, it's a, it's one of those things where I, it's more of the enjoyment of you going out there to you know to achieve your goal. But yeah, you know, that's that's the only that's the start of it, mate. That doesn't even reflect on what your what your career you know, ends up being. Yeah, and how hard it is to stay there and all the rest of it. Oh, for sure. In, like... Injuries and, and, and that sort of thing. So, um, you, you know, you look at some of the some of the guys that, um, you know, have their careers cut short or, you know, the, sometimes it just goes down to someone liking you and, and um, you know, you're on your way out. So, um, you know, that was the start of mine, but there was so many things that, you know, you, you still want to achieve and, and you, know, you want to become better and better as, uh, you know, as, as your career goes on. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Um, and speaking of career highlights for you with the Panthers would have definitely been the 2003 grand final because um, honestly, it was such a shock for, for many teams, for many, 
many teams and many people, but in a good way, because you guys were going, not going to lie, terribly the, the, the few years beforehand, and you lost your first two games that year, and then you come up trumps and win the grand final. What was that whole year and the grand final and everything to do with it like for you and the club as a whole? Oh, it certainly was. Um, you know, we started off that season pretty pretty ordinary, actually. And, um, uh, you know, I suppose one of those things, you know, it creeps in from your mind is that the year before you where we, we actually struggled. And um, we had Preston come in and, and uh, we just... We had we had a youth. Uh, you talk about the nursery. We had you know four or five come through. You know, obviously Trent Waterhouse, Swaney, Luke, Luke Rooney, um, Lukey Lewis, uh, Shane Rodney, Jolly Jolly Clinton. You know, there's a number of guys that come through the system, and and um, you know when we when we really needed it because um, you know those those guys. Um, obviously, don't affect the cap because obviously their their, their pay grade not hasn't hit the mark where they should be, and, mm-hmm. and all the rest of it, which always which always helps the, the demographic of the team. And, oh, of and course, of you've got to have a good uh, mix of experienced players such as yourself, Sats, Presto. Even though he come from a different club, he still had the experience, you know, and mixed amongst the young guns as well, sort of thing. And that's right, and I think that's what sort of we all combined well together. You know, we we had a great coach in Johnny Lang who really simplified the way we played. We, we, it wasn't like, uh, you know, it was uh, as the game was recently being played where it was just a lot of structure and so forth. There was hardly there was no structure. There was a couple <laughs> of points on the, on the field and we all just played We played what we see, which is, um, you know, uh, you know, for me, it was a, a great way to play. Uh, it doesn't, doesn't hamstring you down to a certain certain way you can play. So, yeah. uh, you know, it was an amazing year. We just uh, we went on a run where it was just, uh, you know, when you took the field, it was just where... You know, personally, I just thought that we we're going to win the game. It just didn't matter who we we're playing or yeah, where we that's, were playing. I, I've, I've interviewed a few of the former O3 blokes, such as Sats, you know, and Joe um, Nullivau, even John Clinton, and, and even they all said um, all of them had that belief almost week in, week out. It was a, uh, we're going to win this week regardless. And that that really shines through. Um, <coughs> pardon me. Uh, what was that? Um, do you, what, what do you think? caused that like it's a good thing though but what do you think the winning mentality um what was it that sparked it for you guys and you in particular i, I think it's it, it comes back to you know the confidence growing in the team you know doing what you need to do on the field but you know we won ugly against uh, st george i think it was mm-hmm. well, we got beat wasn't um and uh you know that's that's how it sort of starts when you when you have your confidence is that not not that high you, you sort of just you scrounge away a win somehow where you shouldn't probably shouldn't have won. <laughs> uh, you played played ugly and and you've just got away with a victory and then all of a sudden the next week you don't play that that well but you you win again and then you then you it's the same thing you progress and you you're getting better and you're winning and then all of a sudden you just you start to hit your your mold and, and yeah. Um, Yep, and, and and fortunately for that, for that so we were, we were on a, a crazy streak, and and um, you know that 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 aura of the team just be, become you know stronger and stronger, and everyone knew their role, and everyone did their role. No one was bigger than the team, and everyone was you know uh, good off the field, and and all the rest of it. Everything needs to to, to fall into line. It does, I don't it doesn't doesn't matter where you are. I think it's it's in life um, in general. You know, if, if things are going well at home or whatever. It, it, uh, it follows, it follows you to work and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it follows, yeah. follows you everywhere, you know, and it's, it's the other way around. And I, you know, I've, I've had some, you know, some certainly some highs and lows through through my career, and I, I you know, I, I, I 
definitely vouch for that for, for sure, you know? You know, that's fair. Um, we've got a few questions from fans because um, I made a post to the Panthers fan group on Facebook mm-hmm. and one of them yep. asks, did um, Brett Finch eye gouge you in the 03 grand final or was it just a freak accident, fractured eye sort of thing because you weren't looking too good at the end of the grand final? Yeah, no, that was just, you know, that was one of those accidental, you know, finger in the eye. Okay, it wasn't intentional sort of thing? Nah, nah. Okay. There's, there's no one in the game that's sort of going out there intentionally do that, you know, nah. especially not in Australia, maybe in France or somewhere, but um, yeah. that's, the, that's the only sort of thing. <laughs> but, but it, you know, it's one of those things that you just got to battle on through. As well, yeah, part, you part played all footy, the, you, you know? played the whole game. And I I actually recently rewatched the O3 Grand Final a few weeks ago, and you're there standing with, this, with the trophy with one inflamed eye and the other eye is all good. So that's a testament to you and the team in general of the will to win and wanting to win as well. Um, another question is actually from Scotty Sattler. He says, um, tell us about the n- meaning behind the nickname Clive. Oh, yes. Uh, Satchi, it's good to see Satchi throwing his two bob worth, you know. He's, he's still, he's still uh, you know, always uh, coming to terms with his tackle and all the rest of it. Oh, uh, yeah, so, yep, um, that tackle. Yeah, no, the, you know, Clive come about where we were. I was at uh, Brad Fittles one day and um, we sort of were, were, I wasn't supposed to be there. I was supposed to be at school and I didn't didn't attend school that day. And, and um I got a bit cheeky on the on the drink with the boys, and uh, I was I was I was giving the old Johnny Cartwright a bit of a, bit oh, of a spray, yeah. and a few a few of the other other boys a spray, and and the boys are going like, who's this like bloke? What's he doing? Like he's you know, and um, they go, it's Clive, I'm yeah. guessing. And then I, I I turned up I turned up to um up to training on the Tuesday, and then uh, Johnny Cartwright started calling me Clive Churchill because it was like I've played two thousand games, and you know I, I was I was already established, you know, so. <laughs> Um, Sorry, yeah, that's so great. I, got, I, I, I caught a bit of stick for that from the boys, but uh, that's how it was back in the day. Yeah, you know? no, that's good stuff. Those, those guys, those guys, the senior guys, where you, you didn't speak to the guys unless they spoke to you. You know, like mm. you're 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 in awe of these guys because they're they're playing at the top level. Um, you know, it certainly certainly changed these days where you know young guys are. Are pretty uh, forthcoming in the way their views views are and all the rest of it, but um, yeah, but no, know, back but, then they but, were like god tier f- to you guys in the well, junior ranks, sort of just, thing. It's just that seniority that you you got in a team where the, the, these guys have been there and done it, and they've, they've, you know they've played 100, 200 games, and um, you know you, you you can't teach that sort of stuff. So yeah, no, that's fair. And, and one more fan based thing before we continue the interview is actually again from Scotty Sattler, and he says to ask you about the facts that you sent Freddie. Uh, th- no, Freddie sent a fax. That was the same day. That oh, was the same day. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Gerds and because I was being cheeky that day, and yep. uh, Gerds and Gerds and Freddie sent a fax to my school saying uh, Craig Gow won't be attending school today as he's drinking alcohol and bar- <laughs> barbecuing with his mate. So uh, <laughs> that's good. Yes, yeah, so I got I, I got called into the uh, the the, uh, the head office when I walked into went into uh, school and they said, "Oh, where were you yesterday?" I said, well, "I was crook." Why? He goes, "Oh." <laughs> Because uh, I don't think you were. I said, well, "Why is that?" He goes, "Oh, because we received his facts, and he showed me the facts from the boys." So that, that's oh. uh, so, so, so it's all that's all one all in one story. You know? Oh wow, so, that's yeah. awesome! That's awesome yeah. to hear. Um, mm-hmm. Right, so a few questions about your career. Obviously, um, you also represented New South Wales and Australia, so more or less the top level of um, mm-hmm. rugby league. What was that like getting the call up to the squad for both teams? And what's the lift in intensity difference um, from regular playing for Penrith to playing for New South Wales and Australia? 
Uh, but certainly, uh, you know, I played my first Origin game in '97 with the Super League War and so yep. forth, and uh, I played uh, hooker that um, that that yep. series. And um, you know, it's it's the, the pace is incredible. Like to think that the way that the game is played at um, NRL level, to, to think that you can, you can jump up and go even faster, it's it's crazy, but um, but it happens. You know, just, 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 yeah, just the camaraderie around those guys. You know, you're coming, you're coming in there for one purpose, and and that's to beat Queensland, and uh, it's just a, you know, it's amazing being. And they're in coming with the same and, purpose to beat New South Wales, sort of thing. Well, of course, yeah, of course they are. It's, I think it's, but you're playing with the best players, and oh, yeah. um, and don't, don't get this is no no knock to the guys that you play at NRL. It's just that these guys are the, the top top echelon of, of of the of the game, and oh for sure. Um, and sometimes you, you you can see that by the skill level and obviously the way that you know the big thing is the way that they apply themselves, the mm-hmm. way that they, they, they go about their craft, and like the their work they, ethics and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, just the effort that they put into what they do, and um, I, 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 you can see why that they're they're at the level that they are. Yeah, yeah, no, nice. Um, you then after your time at the Panthers, went over to France and played for Avignon Bayonnais in the Union from 08 to 2011 and also got to start in quite a few games for the Italy national team. What was it like with the code switch and also the switch to a whole other country and culture and playing rugby union as well? Yeah, I was was at a time where I I needed to sort of get away. I I felt like obviously, um, you know, a couple of things didn't go away. Yeah, well, it's just one of those things that in life that you make. You, you, there's there's things that you you do wrong, and you you, you pay the pay the um, you know, you know obviously the, you pay the price for and all the rest of it. And, yep. Um, and I think it was just a good time for me to sort of to move on because I, I felt like I wasn't playing well, um, you know, all the rest of it. So it was a it was a good change for me. I was it was exciting. It was it really. Um, sort of leveled me out a little bit because of just the, the whole culture change, you know, moving with my wife, um, you know, all the rest of it, you know. So it was um, – it come at a really good time for us um, mm-hmm. personally. And uh, it was amazing just to, to fit in with the, with the boys over there. They were, they were really, really accommodating, you know, well welcoming into their, into, into their, uh, into their club. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the first game I played, I thought I was – I played outside centre and I was thinking, what's going – like, seriously, what am I doing here? And <laughs> – Played like half a game, and I, I reckon I didn't even sweat. And I was like thinking, "What is going? Like seriously, is this the way the game is played?" You know, because I I played a little bit at, at school, but never played you yeah. know, any high level stuff. And but I picked, I, I felt like I picked up the game pretty up pretty quickly. You know, when you start out there, you can sort of read the game. And uh, we had many Edmonds playing fire up there, who was an, obviously Australian. Played New South Wales, yep. uh, Waratahs before yep. he went over to uh, Perpignan and then he, he went across to Avignon BNA and then um, uh, we yeah so it was it was an amazing time for us and then obviously to play for um, you know my my family's um, you know the heritage with, with it being the Italian team it was uh, it was amazing and obviously I spent plenty of time with, with my family over there as well so that was um, you know it was just a fantastic time you know we traveled and all the rest of it so it was you know we had our first baby over there so oh, it was, a, it was a, yeah it was a, it was a cracking um it was a cracking experience and, you know, it's something that I'll always remember. Oh, for sure. Um, and then you came back over to Australia, um, played a few games for the Knights, wrapping up your NRL career. What was it like at the Knights and also coming back from, again, changing from league to union and then back to league? Yep. Well, I, 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 I injured my knee uh, 
in a test match over overseas and yep. I had a reconstruction and then I went to uh, London Broncos after that. I oh, that's right. Sorry. Months. Yes. So yeah. yes. Continue. I spent Sorry. 18 months at London Broncos. I had a falling out with the coach over there because he, he was a bit of a bit of a piece of work. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just one of those things. And um, anyway, so that was sometimes that happens, you know, oh, different does, personalities yeah. and all, all the rest of it. So. And then Gerds, Gerds actually seen Wayne Bennett at, at um, in in transit one day, and he said, "Oh, yeah, he's sort of thinking, thinking to come home." He goes, "Oh, well, I'll take him at Newcastle if he wants, you know." Oh, nice. And uh, and that's how it all come about. So effectively, I just I said oh, I went I went and approached the um, uh, Mr. Hughes, the guy who owned London Broncos, and said, "Oh, mate, I've had enough. It's um, you know, it's not working here with the coach." I said, "I'll oh, I'll just leave now and mm-hmm. um, just come to terms." And then I just I you know I, I come back to Newcastle. Which I was really shit myself with, because at the end of the day, you're coming back, and I was, I was gonna, I was just gonna play hook or a half, and you know, I, I knew the fitness thing was gonna be a big thing for me, so um, for sure, yeah, yeah. So I actually flew into Dubai for a week and just trained my ass off in Dubai, and I got down to 86 kilos, which is the lightest I've been for, you know, since I was oh, 18, 19, you know. Oh, wow. So just um, because I just knew I was coming in for a, something, and I was. Yeah, I was I had a bit of anxiety about it because it was just you know it's playing NRL to playing over there. It's a different different game and oh yeah, uh, I, I just at the end of the day I just didn't want to embarrass myself and um, you know fortunately um, fortunately we beat the Panthers at home that day so that was a, that was a good that was a good thing that, that would have been a good uh, thing but also a bit bittersweet as well <laughs> yeah it wasn't good for the fans but I was caught a bit of bit of, bit of heat on the sideline so I thought oh well here we go well let's um we'll see what we can do and. Yeah, we come away with a victory, which was which was good, you know. So, yeah, no, yeah. nice. And um, a lot of players that I've interviewed um, have been coached at some point by Wayne Bennett. Um, mm. And obviously, there's a thing going around, obviously called the Bennett effect. Did you did Wayne Bennett have a good effect on you as a player mentally and all that sort of stuff? And do you believe that the hype of Wayne Bennett as a coach is very very real? Oh, I think so. I, I you know I know firsthand how he how he operates, how he how he brings players together, how he, he nurtures players, um, how he's got the pl- players' best interests at heart. Um, you know, I suppose the only negative times you hear that is when um, you know someone's been you know axed from the club or, or they've know, had a loss or something off. like that. Yeah, yeah or, or they've got a bit of resentment towards Wayne or whatever. But I've never um, heard a bad you know, word about him, and I've met him a few times, and I have no bad words to say about him either. So. Yeah, no, I think I think it's more just obviously with Gordon, you know, yeah. what with Gordon, Gordon's career and the rest of it. But I, I think it's more the fact that, you know, I had a great relationship with him. You know, he's a he's a great guy. Um, you know, he's he did, you know, great things for me. And I, I, I wasn't more technical side of things, but he just you know he knew he knew, he just knows what buttons to push and to get the best out of people. And um, you know, it's evident in you know the way his career has gone. Exactly. Yeah, you you don't win six grand finals with one club and then another one with one of the clubs you go to afterwards without, you know, being one of the greatest. So a hundred percent agreed. Um, what are your thoughts on the current rule changes for the restarted season? That's just happened. Um, with the going back to one ref, which you played under when it was back when they had one ref and the six again in the ruck. I think it's, I think it's great. It's what it's, it's stopped the, the stoppages and the, the 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 wrestle and, and this is where it's really bringing back the creativity of, of players. And I think it's going to be interesting to see how um, the younger guys go with this because obviously they've probably come through their careers playing a lot of structured football. Oh, for so, sure, yep. 
like um, the stuff's know, realized... been... Sorry, you go ahead. Oh, no, just saying, you know, being able to realise what opportunities are coming and actually being able to work players over. And, Read the players. You know, you see, and... Yeah, and you've seen, you seen it even just a, like a little drop-off the other day where blokes, are, like, they're struggling to get there because they're so tired. And, yes. uh, and that and that's... You need the fatigue in the game. You need you need that to where, yeah, can open, open things up. You know, you don't want to get too loose where, you know, they're scoring a shitload of points and like all the rest Broncos of it. Like Broncos and Roosters last so, week. Yeah, but that that's an effort thing, you know. That's, that is, that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's not not it's not the game because it's all all about how much effort you put in, and, and it doesn't matter who you're playing against. You get your the commitment needs to be 100 percent every time you take that field, or you're going to get touched up. That's oh, it. for sure. And, and, and it's never it's never been different. It's never been different. It's just it's, it's just been able to stay in the grind for for long periods of time and and play for the 80 minutes, and and that's so evident now. You know, you, you start to turn the ball over, you start to get tired. You, they start to put points on you, and it's it's hard to it's hard to come back, and and um, you know it's going to be interesting to see how it, it continually unfolds as 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 the season goes on. But you know I'm, I'm you know I don't think I've watched as much football of, as over the last few weeks than than I have you know for the last you know three four years. Honestly, so, agreed. And I, first of all, um, Guru said the same thing. And I also have said the same thing. I watched every game of football last weekend and this weekend that's just gone. Um, it's showing signs, in my opinion, because I, I grew up in the, as an early 2000s kid. Um, so I definitely was watching you, um, the Broncos, all that sort of stuff, the Roosters. And s honestly, the way they've gone about it with the one ref again and the uh, six again with the Ruck reminds me of back in the 03, 05 and early 2000s period of footy. And I'm loving it. Um, tangenting a little bit um, away from that for some fun sort of questions. How do you like your steak? Uh, I'm a uh, medium rare now after I've been in France because they don't cook it. Um, <laughs> that's how they that's how they cook it. There's no way around it. So, um, and I've come accustomed to that 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 style. So, oh yeah, nice. So, um, what yeah. is your beer of choice? Uh, Great Northern beer, beer choice. Great Northern, yep. yep. I love me a 4X, but if I can't get that, then yeah, Great Northern in lieu of. If yep. you could have any superpower power in the world, what would it be and why? Superpower. Um, I'd say speed because that could bring me back to start playing footy again. Oh, for sure. Um, yep. And speaking of footy, if you hadn't have gone into NRL and got your first grade start, what career and or job do you reckon you would have gone and had if you hadn't have been a first grade player? Um, that was never going to happen. So uh, <laughs> so don't even worry about that one. <laughs> don't, don't even worry about it. It was never never in my thought pattern as I was growing up. I, I had one one common goal, one one desire, one um, one dream, and and obviously thank thank thankfully it uh, took true. Oh, honestly, for sure. Um, and a quick uh, question about your thoughts on how the Panthers and the Knights, given that you played for them as well, are going so far with the season and the season restart. Uh, yeah, obviously, I thought Penrith should have put uh, Newcastle away that, that, that first week back. Uh, they had enough forward to. They, they just um, they lost their way a bit, I, I thought. And they didn't really say much in attack. And then uh, last week, they, they turned that around. Uh, but... It was only against the Warriors, but you know Nathan being back is going to be a massive, massive boost for them. So uh, they're up against Parramatta, which is going to be a cracking game because they're they're looking the goods at, at the moment. Sure. Um, Newcastle, well, well, I think they're going to be dark horse. That Bradman best in the centres, he's he's amazing. And he I, I really know, is. 
I know Freddie had a big rap on him at 16, and he, you know, he's a big man. You know, you got the young Tex Hoy that played really well against uh, Penrith. You know, yep. you know, Ponga, Ponga was amazing last week. Mitchell Pearce strong. You know, they, maybe that they, they might be missing a five eight because Kurt Mann might be down. Um, but obviously, Kurt, Kurt Mann hasn't been really that established. You know, he's played a lot of first grade, but he's never been, never really nailed one position down. So oh, exactly. Maybe, maybe in that five eight area, that's there's a might be a you know, might be ready for one of those younger guys that come through and really, really grab it with both both. And hands. Andrew McCulloch uh, really flowed into the position for his first game at the Knights well, last week as well. Well, you have a look at, you know, he's he's played that many games. He's he's a professional uh, guy that goes about his business. He's made like something like sixty tackles. So yeah. you know he's cleaning up the rough for you. And especially with the, the way the rules are, are portrayed at the moment, that's what you need. You need someone's going to clean for you all the time mm-hmm. and be able to put put those in the, into effect. You know, he's not going to give you that much from dummy half, but when you've got as much strike as they got out, out wide, well, you just need to hold them up a little bit in that in that uh, in that middle third, and you, and you get those blokes to in, in a bit of space on the outside. So. Uh, they're, they're going to be a very dangerous team. Oh, for sure. Um, and just um, finishing up with, what are you doing these days with yourself um, post-footy life? Um, I've got a concrete pump at, at the moment, concrete pumping business, and mm-hmm. um, we've been doing that for about three years now. And uh, now I'm just working in with um, Amos Roberts. Uh, oh, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Old Amos, he's... Uh, um, he's doing a few things in the construction industry, so I'm just sort of we're working on a few things at the moment um, for in the Penrith area. So um, ho- hopefully we get a couple of things over over the line, and um, yeah, just uh, well, if you'd like, bit... you can by all means plug your business and the name and all that at the moment um, right now on the podcast if you like. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it was just Craig Gow Concrete Pumping, you know. So it's it's you know I sub I subbed a, a guy in, in the west East, uh, Steve Wallace. So we're just. Um, just battling away at the moment, and uh, obviously with this pandemic and so yeah. forth, so we're just sort of, um, you know, looking for different opportunities. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm certainly looking for different opportunities to, to, um, you know, sink my teeth into, and obviously network and so forth, and yeah, so yeah, no, that all, sounds good. All, all good. Yeah, for no sure. Um, for, I'm just going to end the um, recording real quick, so I'm going to say uh, thank you very much for joining us here, and everyone, be sure to check out this episode. Um, on Spotify, Apple, Facebook, and everywhere that you can listen to podcasts, it'll be available.